Hey, great friend. So happy you are here. Welcome to season two, episode two. What is it about getting online that we start to see everyone's success and forget all of our stinking common sense and compare ourselves to the person next to us? For the most part, we have never met that person. We have no clue what goes on inside their home. And I'm not saying people are awful, although some are. But what I am saying is how can you compare dogs to giraffes? Honestly, I really needed a bigger analogy here so you get the idea. Comparisonitis is so common on social media. They are doing so well, so why can't I have this? I must not be good enough. They hit 10,000 followers as soon as they started. They have the perfect family photos and must be a perfect family. They have a beautiful house and the list is so much longer. Not a healthy way to go, my friend. But what I want to chat more about and I really get to the root of this and offer some ways to get out of this mode. So let's dive in, shall we? Hey friends, welcome to The Gritty Coach. If you're feeling overwhelmed, unfocused, or even stuck in your business, don't worry, I completely know where you're coming from and I've been there before. But now you want to get some clarity, a plan, and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you are in the right place. My name's Erica, and I'm the Gritty Coach. Just a little about me, I'm a veteran, a wife, a boy mom, a twin mom, and a fur mom. And after 20 years in the Navy and my unique life experiences, I am here to help you smooth and polish your business practices through what I like to call gritty love. So if you think you're tough enough, sit back, buckle up, and let's get gritty. Okay, let's jump in. What is comparisonitis? Because it's as contagious as a cold in a preschool. Everybody is going to get it around you. And the more you talk about it, the more it spreads. And it's just, it's, it's crazy how much it has taken over on social media. And honestly, this is generally associated with people who are starting a new business and have a case of the instant gratification and woe is me. It is the belief that one or, or a group of people hold all the successes and you start to feel like there isn't enough to go around. Ultimately, this becomes a scarcity mindset, not a good place to be. I mean, have you ever been to a conference and leaders were shouted out for all the top sales, top bonuses, earned the trip? I mean, even as a CEO or coach, you watch someone else in, in the same realm as you who may have started like six months before you, and they are posting about the six figures they are earning. Raise your hand silently if this has ever been you, because I am currently raising my hand. <laughs> so I have been there. I understand this. I have felt it, but it is how you recognize it and change your thought process and really maneuver around it. That's going to make you the most successful and not give in and give up. So that's where we need to talk. I love self-improvement, growth mindset. If you've ever chatted with me for any length of time, you will have likely heard me say that word before. I can't say I was always like this. I thought I viewed myself as a positive person all the years growing up, a glass half full kind of girl, but really I have struggled with the glass can always be refilled. Boom, mind blown. Do I have moments where I am, I actually compare? Yeah, absolutely. I am not about to paint the roses red on this one. I have been jealous. I have been envious before and I have let it stop me from continuing down a path and, and creating a successful business because I just thought I wasn't good enough. 
And the only difference is now I have been practicing for years to control these emotions. So I'm not resentful, envious, and jealous. I try to recognize my strengths are not the same as others. I practice from my zone of genius as Jenna, who's my coach, would say. My zone is humor and grit. My military training is unique. Did I get jealous others could run and I couldn't figure it out for years, so I always just said I wasn't good at it? Yeah. I gave in more frequently than I should have. And I let that negative thinking control my ability to run for years. So let's chat about that. I will tell you I've never ran a marathon or even a half. It just wasn't my cup of tea. However, I did finally, when the military wasn't forcing me, find my groove. And I recognized I hated treadmills. I like the scenery. I need loud and upbeat music. I need to generally be alone or I'm talking and then I'm way too out of breath to run. And I go as long as I can. Take a break when I need to. And guess what? I can run. I just don't do it on others' terms. And when I was at my first duty station with the Marines, I mean, I was probably 22 years old at this point. I had this killer gung-ho major and he was muscular. He was fast. He worked out all the time. He exercised us three times a week. And I give him credit that on Fridays, which was considered a fun run, he would drive us out to in the government vehicle to the beaches of La Jolla. And we either had to run the boardwalk at the beach, the trails or around the streets. And guess what? I loved it. It was self-paced. I wasn't in uniform. I could stare at the ocean and love the run. But those other two days, man, he would make us run from, you know, if you think about Top Gun, um, the flight line there, if you ever watched the movie or you've ever been to Miramar, um, he would make us run from the flight line down by the brig um, and then all the way around the golf course, which the golf course alone was like 3.2 miles. And then there and back between the brig and the flight line, you're talking about another two and a half miles. So we were almost doing a six mile run twice a week, along with, I think at one point we run, we ran with uh, rubber rifles. It was crazy. I will admit I would run through the golf course just to admit some of the mileage. I was jealous everyone else could handle it and they all got there and he would wait for them and then he would just ditch me. I just never got better and that. And like I said, I was like 22. But one day I asked the major if we could switch it up and if we could go to the pool. And I loved to swim laps. I was a competitive swimmer in high school. And so I really knew I, I knew I could be confident enough to chase him there. And guess what? He was drowning. He wasn't built for swimming. And being the swimmer that I was all my life, I swam laps around him big time. Huge boost for my self-confidence because I was in my zone. That was my zone. I was a really good swimmer. I had the breath for it. I had the stamina for it. I knew the stroke. I knew how to make it and maximize it. And he sank like a big brick. For the first time, I could see him understand that I wasn't a quitter, that running just wasn't my strength. And I could see that I could run, but my strength lied in the pool. I swam my physical fitness test until about four years before I retired. And crazy enough, at that point, I actually became a Navy fitness coordinator, passing the run with an excellent, which I had never done before. And I was teaching fitness and running our biannual fitness tests for all the reserves that were in our command. And I did this all at the age of 36. (laughs) Once I retired and started a business on social media, guess what came? Yeah, hello, my old nemesis, comparisonitis again. I thought I was tech savvy and had a willingness to learn. I don't have problems talking to people, so why is selling hard? Why do all these women have so many followers and I struggle to get five in a month? I mean, seriously, it can weigh on you. And then what? You quit. I quit. You feel like you can't do it. You aren't good enough. You don't have the skills or just can't learn or you don't have the right people. I mean, pick your poison. That's all it is. It's poison and it's poisoning us. And it really does it on social media. 
So what do we do now? Honestly, it's about recognizing when you're comparing yourself to others, it can be really difficult, but there are some signs to look out for. The first one's going to be these negative emotions. You start feeling these are the envious, resentful, inadequate when you're thinking of others. And it's really a big telltale sign that you are starting to compare yourself to them. The second one is constantly comparing. I mean, you are saying, well, they have it and I don't. If you find yourself constantly comparing yourself to others in different areas of your life, even um, that can be away from social media, but just at work, you know, other people getting promoted. Maybe you do, you know, you sell online as a side hustle or, and you have a full-time job in a corporate area and people are getting promoted and you're comparing yourself going, why do just as much as much work as they do? I mean, that's that negative emotion and it just will drive you down. And guess what? It is contagious and it will drive others down too. And guess what? You're not going to get promoted any faster just because you do that. Not at all. No one cares. In fact, they really don't like it. So there's also that social media addiction. If you are constantly on social media, now I, I will admit that when you are on social media to, because that's what your business is, then you really kind of have to see what's going on. Um, look at other people's posts and really dive in. But if you find yourself comparing yourself to others and getting frustrated and angry and sort of down and sour, you need to like let go and turn it off. Walk away, take a deep breath, do something. Number four is really a constant need for validation. If you find yourself constantly seeking validation from others and needing to be the best, now I will take, I will give you that healthy competition is totally fine. Like you want to have top sales and it motivates you. That's different. You're watching others and it motivates you totally different than when you are looking for validation. And then there are five, which is your just lack of self-acceptance. So that's, you find it hard to accept your own weaknesses and faults. And then you often look to others and try to change them. So that I could see definitely with the whole running thing. You know, I really had a hard time saying that my weaknesses, I didn't find it hard to accept them. My weaknesses were um, running and then I just let it take over. And I think when I was younger, I definitely had a harder time accepting my, my own weaknesses. I didn't want to look at them. I didn't want to see them. You just try to ignore them and work past them. And it's really important to be mindful of your thoughts and emotions. And if you notice yourself experiencing these signs, it may be a good idea to kind of take a step back and focus on self-improvement, self-love, and some self-acceptance. And I'm going to give you some ways to do that. So number one is practicing gratitude. We don't do that enough. Really focus on what we have and being thankful for and, and not looking as much towards what we, what others have and what we don't, right? We need to really be thankful for what we do have. And when we practice gratitude and even keeping a gratitude journal, that didn't sound right, a gratitude journal, <laughs> a gratitude journal, it will really help improve your mindset and your positivity and you're going to feel so much better and the little light you're just going to glow it's different when you start practicing some gratitude number two is going to be setting realistic goals I mean this is huge I, I don't know that I can emphasize this any more than them being real realistic if you're and I call it expectation management if your expectations are that you just started and you're expected to have 10,000 followers in the first month yeah, I'm, I'm thinking you need to come down a little off that high horse. It's too much. 
If you set these unrealistic, it doesn't mean that you can't set good goals and high goals, but you need to make sure that they're realistic. If you're just getting started and you're having to learn all the systems and all the ways and all the tech, the chances of you getting 10,000 followers in the first month, unless you have some viral Facebook reel or Instagram reel, it's going to be extremely unlikely. So it doesn't mean that it doesn't happen. It's just not the norm. That's the part. So be excited when it happens, but don't make it part of the actual goal. So focus on your own progress. This is another big one. I love to focus in on celebrating your own wins and not comparing to what others have. Like, oh, I only did 10 messages and she did 20. I only had five clients, but they had 15. That's not celebrating your own progress. That's not even recognizing it. That's seriously just comparing yourself to somebody else and it's negative. But when I say, I didn't have this and now look what I have. Again, there's a little bit of gratitude in there and then matched it with, oh my goodness, I have these wins. I did all this work and look what came of it. Look at the fruits of my own labor. Focus on your own progress and celebrate your own accomplishments. Number four, stop comparing yourself to others on social media. So this is where the major source of (laughs) comparisonitis comes from. If one person is really causing you that much angst and you're constantly comparing yourself to them, they're the one you watch all the time, you probably need to unfollow them. Your life is going to be so much happier for it, honestly, because you're not going to be driving to that person just to focus in. And then lastly, is going to be practice self-compassion. Treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer to a good friend. Try to be kind to yourself and focus on your own progress, right? That goes back to number three. So you have to recognize what you're doing and you have to be kind to yourself and give yourself some grace. Your life is not the same as anybody else. And like anything else in life, and here comes the growth mindset, you can practice any skill and get better. No practice, no better. Simple as that. It may take you longer if you're practicing things that don't make you happy though. So if you don't like writing emails, it'll take you a while because you're going to struggle writing those emails. That's why we take what we learn from others and use that to navigate to our own strengths and practice. And doing that will, one, feel more authentic to both you and those that follow you. Two, be easy and not forced. Three, way more successful when you are practicing it because you're enjoying it. So instead of me just messaging people coldly about coaching, which works for some, I like to connect and find out what their struggles are so that I can tailor my help to them, like my coaching style to them. It's the reason that I prefer one-to-one coaching. It's my strength. Group is not really. I love humor, so I bring that too. Sometimes not always funny, and I might only be the one laughing, but I feel good. (laughs) So hey, there you go. I do try to make others laugh, and that's really because it burns more calories than frowning and anger. So really, it's a healthy outlet. When life gets a little tough, a lot of times you'll see me not crying, but making really bad jokes. I mean bad, because it will make me feel better somewhere. (laughs) So let's bring this back home and close this out. Practice rejecting the comparison. Practice gratitude, self-love, and find your strengths. Learn from others. That is what's healthy. Find your way of doing what the experts are teaching. It may take some time to learn. That's okay. And if you're working from a scarcity mindset, like I have to make money now or I'll be without food or I'm the only source of income, then starting a business is going to be very challenging. Your mind will always be on the next sale and not on helping others. And when you focus on helping others, the sales will come. If you're struggling with a fixed mindset and can't seem to break free from the comparing, let's have a chat. 
we can walk through this and a quick strategy session can help you start to find the way forward. The link's in the show notes and it's free and you have nothing to lose. So I hope you all have a great week. If you don't want to miss an episode, be sure to follow. If you feel like this episode has inspired you, share it on social media and tag me. All my social media info is in the show notes. Thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, keep staying gritty. Hey friend, before you go, I would love to read your takeaways from this episode. I would be so blessed and grateful if you had a few moments to share your thoughts in a review. So just hop on over to Apple Podcasts, scroll below the episodes and click on the purple write a review. This episode inspired you today to make a change. Share it on your Instagram or your Facebook stories and tag me at The Gritty Coach. I would love to tag you back in my stories. Just remember to never give up. You never fail. You just learned a way how not to do something. So try again. I believe in you. And until we meet again, keep up the grit.